So last night we went out to dinner to say farewell to Father Horkin, who's been here for the last couple of years. He's finished his degree in canon law and he's been assigned to uh, St. Raymond's, so he's moving over to Springfield. And I knew we were going out and I knew where we were going, so I didn't eat a whole lot during the day yesterday because I wanted to be sure that I could really enjoy dinner. And uh, so I prepared myself in a way to receive that great meal that we had last night. And today our Lord is telling us that we receive a great meal whenever we come and receive his body, blood, soul, and divinity in the most blessed sacrament. And he tells the people, you know, they chase him down. They're very curious. Uh, you know, where are, where, how did you get here? You know, when did you arrive? They ask him these sort of um, innocuous questions because, well, they want more free food. And that's why they're following him. And he, he calls him on it. He says, you're, you're not here because you saw signs. You're here because you ate and had your fill. And he says those, those words. He says, do not work for food that perishes, but food that lasts to eternal life. We can sometimes get so caught up in this world and in our bodily care and in the things of this world that we lose sight of the world to come. We lose sight of what we're really supposed to be preparing ourselves for. If I have the greatest life on earth, if I am wealthy and I am famous and I am powerful and I am good looking, all of these things which I am not, if I have all of those, but I, I lose my soul in the process, what's the point? Because, you know, I'm kind of hobbling around right now because my knee's going on me. I love getting old. But the point is, I mean, I'm 56 years old, so I've had a good run. But that's not a long time. Not compared to, say, I don't know, eternity. And so Jesus is trying to remind us that while we do have the world to worry about, what we really should be focusing on, our primary focus every day, should be on the life to come and on really feeding our soul, feeding our soul first with the word of God, you know, allowing the living, breathing word of God to work in our lives, not just on Sunday, not just when we come to mass, but making it a regular practice of our life to read God's word. And then, of course, to celebrate the sacraments, to make the sacramental life an important part of our life. You know, this, especially, of course, the sacraments of penance and Eucharist. To go to the Lord and to atone for our sins, to admit our faults and our mistakes, and then come and receive the bread that really does mean that we will never hunger. Physically, no, I'm telling you, it's not a very big piece of bread that you all are going to get today. So it's not going to quench your physical hunger, and it's not going to quench your physical thirst. It quenches something more important. It quenches your spiritual hunger and your spiritual <coughs> thirst when you approach it properly disposed, when you approach it really recognizing that this is not just some little act or some little play that we put on. This is not just something that we do uh, because it looks good or it feels good. This is something that at least we're supposed to truly, sincerely believe in the depths of our heart that at every, almost literally every moment of the day, somewhere on earth, 
the miraculous or transubstantiation of bread into the body of Christ, of wine into the blood of Christ, happens, really happens. And when we come forward to receive that, it's really Jesus that we receive. It's really God who enters into the most intimate union with us he possibly can. So that, as St. Augustine says, the one food that we consume that does not become part of us, but we become part of it. We become more like Christ in our souls when we prepare ourselves, when we work for the food that lasts to eternal life. That's what Christ is asking us to do. Not to just make this an empty practice, an empty ritual, but to make sure that whether you come to the 6 p.m. Mass or the 7 a.m. Mass or one in between, that it's not something you're squeezing into your day, but that it is the first thing that you plan for the day and let everything live around it. Don't come to Sunday Mass dressed for what comes next and don't come to Sunday Mass dressed from what came before. Make Sunday Mass the most important part of your week. Make the sacraments an important part of your life. This is the work that we're called to do so that we can receive Jesus in his word and in his body and so that we can never hunger in our souls and never thirst in our souls and be ready for the day when the bread that came down from heaven will take us to heaven with himself.